0: Hey pal, today I want to talk to you about awareness. I'm going to get straight into it so that it is short and snappy, but uh, I'm feeling very passionate about it today, so (laughs) there's your heads up. So uh, awareness is week number three of our newly improved group programme, at the e-commerce accelerator, and frankly, it's bloody important, but it's generally the place that small businesses know and maybe kind of get a little bit stuck in so what is awareness well people can't really buy from you if they don't know that you exist right that seems simple and logical enough i think so we have to make them aware of us it's quite frankly no more complicated than that i kind of wanted to come up with this big grand thing but (laughs) that's kind of it so i'm going to keep today's episode as short as possible but it might not be the answer that you've been looking for because the truth is, pal, I could sit here and tell you to go and do all of the things. Once upon a time, the strategies taught by the gurus (laughs) was to show up on every single platform and have a presence and blah, 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 essentially burn yourself into the bloody ground, which I don't want you to do that. And, you know, don't, please don't get this twisted and cancel me. Do you know what? That's genuinely a worry of mine. But I have, honest to God, I have very good intentions with what I say. So, sidetrack aside, you only have (laughs) 24 hours in a day. Take that as you will. And only one pair of hands. And as you're listening to this, I'm going to take a guess and a stab in the dark that you likely work on your own. And if not, you only have a really small team. So, you know, you're not the size of John Lewis, you don't have 500 employees. And you have other stuff going on as well. In the last two episodes, you know, you might have had a bit of an insight into the not overly but kind of woo side of me. And that I'm just conscious about human beings and their happiness. And so you you have other stuff. We all have other stuff. You might have a family, social life. What's that like if you do? (laughs) Whatever it is. And you have a business to run, right? We all know that that means actually packing up orders, actually delivering the thing that we've promised, actually delivering the thing that we've sold and taken money for. So, and it could mean other stuff, sourcing supplies, uh, uh, talking to suppliers, talking to customer, customer service, all of that stuff on top of marketing, So it's unrealistic to think that you can actually do all of the things. So a common theme that I see with a lot of small businesses that I've worked with, especially over the last two and a half years, is that they show up on platforms that they think they should be on. Because that person over there is doing it. So it must be the right thing to do. It must be the right way forward. And that's not always true, pal. So, you know, you might be copying someone because they look, quote unquote, successful. I think we can all agree by now, we all know by now, that we have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. You don't know how many hours they're putting in. You don't know if they're getting up at four o'clock in the morning and busting themselves to do the thing. You don't know if they've got help or even if they are successful. So you're comparing apples and pears, as my mum would say, I think. (laughs) Or, you know, if you're doing it because this really famous or well-known person told you, and probably not personally, and, you know, the millions of other people that saw their advert, it was the best thing for your business. The the truth is, the blunt, (laughs) brutal truth of it is, they were probably just trying to sell you something and you know what? That's my biggest gripe. When I put together the programme that is tea, I cannot tell you how much research, how many conversations I have, I've had, how many sleepless nights I've had, because I just want it to be the best that it can be, and I genuinely care about people. And it sounds really cringe, that coming from me, doesn't it? Because you think I'm trying to sell you something. I just don't think I'd be able to sleep at night if I sold you something that didn't genuinely deliver the promise that I'm trying to offer anyway sidetracked and i mean this in the kindest way possible i promise but you know remember those good intentions i just talked about (laughs) but when it comes to business sometimes most of the time your opinion oh please don't hate me your opinion doesn't really matter it just doesn't it's not the most important opinion in the room is it when i used to work in corporates one of my job was um was a b testing so i would test things like the color of the the buy now button on a website and i will never forget being pulled into a board board boardroom and saying well i think it should be someone saying i think it should be green i think it should be blue i think it should be purple and i went cool and they kind of went what do you think i said well it doesn't matter what i think because i'm not shopping on the bloody website it literally it has no relevance to me whatsoever I was never going to be a customer, and actually, the people in that boardroom telling me what colour it should be, what they thought, didn't matter either, because they also weren't shopping on the website, it was just their opinion, what really matters is the customers at the other end, what they care about, because you have this small business, you're emotionally attached, so you take all of this stuff personally, and I get it, I do it too, like, don't, don't think I'm sat on my high horse up here and I'm living this dream and making all the right decisions. I'm absolutely not. I do it too. However, we have to remember that we're not the one that we're trying to sell to, even if you created your business or your product because it solved a problem that you had at the time. And again, well, sorry. And again, there's a kind of caveat to that. I'm not saying that because... I'm not saying that you're the only person on the planet that had that problem, that's that's really stupid to say. Because if you, you're thinking something, if you're going through something, if you have a particular problem, it's likely that there is somebody else in the world that does too. And that's fine. But you have to take other people's opinions, their thoughts, their feedback into consideration. Because you're asking them to part with their cash... You're not, you're not the one constantly buying your product, are you? Because if you did, then you're never business. And if they don't, then frankly, you don't have a business. So why am I saying this? Because in order to get in front of the right people, you have to do all of the stuff that we talked about in yesterday's episode. So if you haven't given that a listen, pop back and give that one a listen as well. But I'm talking about the market research stuff. Actually talking to people, asking them questions, getting to know them. Before I even launched Tea... I spent 18 hours on Zoom just listening to people. And actually, that's a really valid point. I should probably correct myself. I wasn't talking to people at all. I was listening. I asked questions and I listened to their answers. My opinion didn't matter. I had to remove all of myself, what I thought that they wanted to learn about, what I thought they needed, what I thought you possibly might need. I had to remove all of that and forget and just get rid of that bias and just listen to what the person was actually the person in front of me or on my computer at this point was actually saying that they needed. and then I provided I put together tea that provided that solution and that's essentially all you've kind of got to do with market research as well because you know in order to get in front of the right people, we've just we've got to find out what they actually want where they hang out all of that kind of stuff get to know them what do they care about do they care more about saving the planet do they care more about homelessness when you kind of understand a group of people at a fundamental level you can start talking to them in their own voice using their own phrases all of a sudden they relate more you no longer falling to that that group of faceless corporations that are just trying to sell me something that I'm going to throw in the bin next week because you care and that's the beauty of you having a small business and you know you might find that they don't open (laughs) Instagram for four days at a time because it's just not their thing they don't they don't care about they don't conform to that highlight real lifestyle So actually they remove themselves from that. They add a boundary for that for themselves and they spend more time on Pinterest planning their next, you know, room decoration. Are they going to have panelling on the walls? That might not relate to your business. But them telling you that they spend 50% more of their time on Pinterest than they do Instagram tells you something that could impact your business. They might be planning their baby's first birthday party. So... If you then kind of take a step back and find that you spend 90% of your time marketing on Instagram. But now that you've spoken to five people and they've told you that, you know, they probably only open it once a week. Well, why are you killing yourself on Instagram? It doesn't make any sense, does it? You're not, you, you're not going to get to those goals that we've kind of talked through any quicker. You're not helping yourself. And, you know, there is a caveat to that as well, in that you do have to enjoy, going back to the, I do do genuinely believe that you have to be happy. You have to enjoy what you do in your business. But there's also no shame whatsoever in saying, actually, do you know what? This isn't my strength. I don't enjoy this. I don't love it. And outsourcing it. But right now, you probably feel like you can't because you're not getting the results. Because maybe... And I'm spitballing here because I don't know you personally or your business. Maybe you're spending your time in the wrong place. If you started spending your time in the right place and you saw those results, then you're more open and you're more likely to want to outsource it if you don't love it. Do you see where I'm going with this? Anyway, I feel like I'm venting a little bit and I've gone <laughs> I've gotten a little bit too passionate. But the sweariness has not has calmed down a little bit, so we're not that passionate yet. <laughs> but the but I just The world doesn't revolve around Instagram. Can we just clarify that? Businesses can and they do exist outside of Instagram. Like, full stop. (laughs) And the other thing that I'd like you to consider is this weird little thing called touch points. So a touch point um, isn't as seductive as it may sound. (laughs) A touch point is any event that happens when a customer, a potential customer, is exposed to your brand. So they might see an Instagram post, they might watch one of your Instagram stories, they might receive one of your emails, they might come across your LinkedIn profile and see that you are the founder of insert brand name here. All of those tiny little things are touch points. It could even be, you know, the best and the most effective way of marketing, word of mouth. Their friend or their mum says, hey, have you seen this? Have you? This is amazing. That's a touch point. So I'd argue that these days, this number has slightly decreased if I'm honest, but research shows that it takes on average between seven and 12 different touch points, different being the key word in there, different touch points, from taking someone from not knowing who you are, not knowing you even exist, to actually buying from you and parting with their money. So of course, take that with a bit of pinch of salt, I suppose. There are so many varying factors within that, price point probably being the immediate one that comes to mind. You know, if you sell something as a tenner, somebody else sells something for £3,000, the more considered the purchase, the more touch points it's likely that you're going to need. So we all know by now that not everything that we post gets seen. So let me ask you this. If all you're doing... I'm going to put that in little brackets because I'm not I'm not trying to downplay that because I know you're you're doing a lot is posting on Instagram stories and on your grids. If you feel like you're absolutely killing yourself creating content, dancing around for reels, recording that one 10 times over because, you know, the lip sync wasn't quite good enough, why do you expect sales straight away? You know that not everyone's going to see these posts. What if you posted that same piece of content on three other channels as well? Which slightly contradicts what I said about the gurus earlier, but bear with me. <laughs> because the important part is you're gonna repurpose them where your customers have actually told you that they hang out. That one customer, let's, let's take that example back of the lady that only opens Instagram once a week or every four days, but spends a lot of time on Pinterest. You enjoy Instagram. You enjoy making reels by now. Again, stabbing the dog. Don't know you personally. You can take that video off and put it on to Pinterest where that person has told you that they hang out. It's no more work. You've done the hard part. You're using the same piece of content. And now my... Initial reaction: What a lot of people would then say to me at this point is, "Well, that'd piss them off, wouldn't it, Lorna?" Because who wants to see the same thing multiple times? Do me a favour, if nothing else out of this podcast, and do not overthink that. People don't care as much as you think they do. They just don't. We overthink the fact that um, if I email somebody too often, they're gonna get really pissed off. Well, cool. That's a them problem. As somebody that goes to a lot of therapy and has to work through this kind of stuff in my personal life, don't overthink that. Nobody cares as much as you think that they do. You know, we've all seen those, especially in January, we've all seen those stories and um, about if you go into a gym and you feel really conscious, PTs will all tell you nobody's actually watching you. Everybody is so focused on their own lives. And they're all, in their heads, all thinking the same thing. That person's watching me. They're judging me. It's the same with this kind of stuff. Nobody cares as much as you think they do. I'm really sorry, the, the tough love thing, because was a little bit too strong today. But we need repetition. Because we're consuming so much content online nowadays. I just listened to a podcast with Fern Cotton. And she said herself... Back then I was allowed to make mistakes. I couldn't be cancelled because social media didn't exist. I was allowed to do stuff and learn from it. And that's exactly what it is. You're allowed to as well. It's just a little bit more public. But there's so much. There's so much online. And we're constantly watching stories. Do you genuinely think that I remember the last Instagram story I watched before I hit record on this episode? I haven't got a scooby-doo what it was. Not a clue. Because whilst we're all consuming so much more content, our minds are busier than ever as well. I was probably watching those stories, thinking about what I was going to talk about in this episode. So I wasn't really there, was I? I wasn't really aware of it. So just bear that in mind when you kind of think, well, I don't want to piss somebody off and just repeat... So before this starts to feel like a bit of an attack, as I say, I'm I'm a little bit passionate about it, but here are some other channels that you can consider putting time and energy to, but always relate back to the customer. What do they need? Where do they hang out? Where, how are they looking for your product? So we can think about other social channels. I know (laughs) that a lot of my audience that listen to this podcast come from Instagram. I know that you're probably killing yourself on Instagram. Um, other social channels exist we all think facebook's dead um the whole kind of metaverse the whole meta company monopoly freaks me out slightly but some people still get incredible results off of facebook twitter do they hang out there pinterest linkedin tiktok goodness let's not even get started on that shall we number two seo people search for things If you're not even appearing in a Google search result, how many searches happen every single day? I should have done that research, I haven't. Um, Go and Google it. (laughs) Billions. There are people looking for your product that can't find it. And hey, don't get me wrong, I get it. Again, you've only got 24 hours and only one pair of hands. You can't do everything. You can't know everything. But that's why people like me and my pals, service providers exist. We can help do it for you or we can teach you. Whatever suits you. Thinking about PR, such an underutilized thing. I always got trapped into this headspace of PR was quite dated and traditional marketing because you think PR, you think newspapers. It's not technically true. Paid ads. If you feel like you can't do that right now, that's absolutely fine. But it's an option. Collaborations. Team up with a business that perfectly goes with your brand, with your product. Not a direct competitor. You don't want to be selling the same thing. But think about other businesses that you could collaborate with and get you get in front of their audience, they get in front of your audience. All of a sudden... You've increased the awareness of your brand. Touchy subjects, influencers, believe it or not, they do work. Um, I've seen it firsthand, worked with quite a few myself. Uh, And I think, you know, they're a great force. It's almost kind of the 21st century (laughs) example of PR. Once upon a time, journalists, for them to write something in a newspaper, this is my understanding anyway, I've never actually been a journalist, um, you know, they would be gifted if a trip... So if, you know, they wanted to feature this particular hotel in Jamaica, they would be gifted a stay at that hotel in Jamaica. And so, you know, influencers, just like anything, there's charlatans and there's, there's the good, the bad and the ugly. But if it would work for your business, that's something that you kind of need to, to work out. Some businesses have been literally built on influencers in the fast fashion world, in the style they literally build collections and add an influencer to it. They get that influencer involved and they use that to create awareness of their brand to drive sales through that influencer because people have built a, a relationship, no like and trust with that influencer. So they do work. It's not all bad and ugly, I promise. There is good people in the world. Um, next up, word of mouth and referrals. The best form of marketing ever? Is there any way that you can be asking people to talk about your product? Can you make it, um, you know, stand out so that people want to share it, that they want to take a quick snap and put it on their Instagram, that they want to ring their mum and tell them about it? And then obviously this is a bit of a touchy one given the state of the world, but I think we're we're all frightened now, aren't we? Events. Get yourself out there. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? Dr. Pepper it. Dr. Pepper, what's the worst that could happen? That was honestly. Best form of marketing for me. Love it. Best tagline. So, you know, there's so much more out there. The world does not revolve around Instagram. If you take nothing else away from this episode, take that. Uh, So, as always, some key action points for you to go and do, because nothing changes if nothing changes. Go and do some research on other platforms. What's their user base like? What, you know, a lot of platforms will give this stuff away. Um, It kind of kind of falls into my remit and my job but you know the likes of pinterest linkedin they'll give you statistical data about who is on their platform so if that kind of then ties into who you're trying to target maybe that's a platform that you should be exploring have a look at your competitors i mean we kind of covered this in yesterday's episode but again it's not to encourage comparison it's just to see if there's something that they're doing that you know and make an educated guess. If they're using an influencer and you can see that actually there was no engagement, there was no interaction, um, then you see a story where they're moaning about said influencer. Then maybe don't, you know, approach that influencer. You know, we've got to use some form of logic. Uh, talk to people and ask. So again, covered that in kind of yesterday's episode a little bit more. And last but not least, repurpose your content. If you are busting yourself, creating it anyway, try and just repurpose it, pop it on two other platforms... And other platforms that you have already made an educated guess on where you should be hanging out. Instagram Reels can be repurposed on TikTok, vice versa. Side note, always remove the watermark if you can. Neither platform likes each other. But it's doable. It's not impossible. It would probably add five minutes to your content creating time, energy, energy. But right now we're just talking about creating awareness, getting your business, getting your brand, getting your product in front of more people. Um, And that's it. So I'll be back tomorrow talking about interest. I might even share the story about how one of my success stories, the lovely Dee, from the first round of tea added £24,000 in revenue in one year from just one element that she learnt she took away from in that week's live lesson so i can't guarantee that to anyone else again i'm i don't feel like i'm one of those charlatans um it would make me a liar it would make me a con man i can't say if you do this same thing you're going to get the same result it's never going to happen um i'm just here to teach you what i know stick to my lane and support you whilst you get it done so there's still time to grab a spot on the next round of the Ecommerce Accelerator, but the doors will be closing on Tuesday, the 1st of February, 2022 at 5pm. So you haven't got that long, especially if you're listening to this live. If you do want to chat to see if it's right for you, hands down, I have probably turned away more people and told them, actually, it's probably not quite right for you right now, um, than I have had to do the programme. And Look, I am under no circumstances here to ever accept that you're going to get yourself into debt over something like this. I just wouldn't let that happen. So there are payment plans available, but please, please, please think it over. It's not the end of the world if you don't do it. If you're sat on the fence, you're kind of thinking, "Mm, not sure. And money's the thing that's stopping you. Don't do it. If you're sat on the fence and you're not sure if you can dedicate the time to it, for my sanity, please don't do it. (laughs) i only want people that are going to be there that are going to show up that are going to do the work and take this stuff on board i feel like i know what i'm talking about i feel like i do a good job of explaining that and genuinely helping and supporting you create a better life for yourself the one that you actually want maybe not a better life just the life that you want but my inbox is always always open you can email me hello at launascully.com scully spelt with a c not a k had that a couple of times recently (laughs) um and of course on instagram that platform that the world does not revolve around i'm at lorna uk but for now peace out and i'll speak to you tomorrow bye